Now then, Lids, if you'd like to support the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash haveawordpod and sign up. Everyone that signs up on Patreon will get discounts for merch, discounts for live shows, also early availability on content and tickets, and this is the big one. You will get the Wednesday afternoon Patreon-exclusive episode. So Monday's episode is for everybody. Fridays, that's for every motherfucker as well. But Wednesday's episode is only on Patreon. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. What's happening, lids? Today's podcast is sponsored by Prism Clothing. Prism is a men's streetwear brand based in the greatest city in the world, Liverpool. Every month, they drop a new collection of custom-made caps and hoodies with T-shirts on the way very soon. You can find them on Instagram, at Prism Clo, on Facebook, Prism Clo, and place all orders on prismclo.com. That's P-R-Y-Z-M-C-L-O.com. And they've kindly given our listeners an exclusive offer of 15% off to use at the checkout. The code is HAVE15. That's H-A-V-E-1-5. You use that code at the checkout, you'll get 15% off every order you make. So go to prismclo.com now. That's P-R-Y-Z-M-C-L-O.com. Go there now. Treat yourself, kid. You deserve it. Lockdown shit. Sort yourself out. Go on. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh. Upset me, nasty bitch. Catch me outside, how about that? I'm big boned. I'm heavy structure. I'm hung low. If I pull my shit out, this whole room get dark. Disgusting! Follow us on social media at HaverWordPod. And don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash HaverWordPod. They go by Alan and Dave, Aaron and Dean, Grandad and the Yeti, or even Chanel and Denise. But what's for sure is they are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Havawad. Good morning, good morning. What's happening? How do you like your eggs in the morning? I like mine <laughs> without seasoning because it actually encourages keeping weight on if you put salt on stuff. Really? Um, Does it? Okay. I yeah, I just had Charlie gone. People are fast hold a lot of water and it you, your salt intake uh, increases water retention. So So no jizz for you. No man salt. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I've cut down on sugar and salt and jizz. It's I'm just w- I'm willing to do it, you know. Um, it reminds Ooh. me of Charlie Baker's line. I love uh, singing comedians are not well loved in comedy, but a few of them can pull it off. And Charlie Baker is definitely one of those comedians, isn't he? And definitely. his line: "How do you like your eggs in the morning?" I like man with a piss. It's just, <laughs> it's one of them. It's one of them that you, you'll you see him and then for about three weeks afterwards, I'll be like, in my head. I love working with Charlie. He compares the comedy store in London a lot and I've done, I've done a few weekends down there with, with Charlie and he's just... 
that that special that I'm putting out from the comedy store in London. He was the compare that weekend. He's in bits of the backstage stuff. Um, he's a fucking good comic and an he even is. better man. Yeah, he's a he's not one of the very best comedians, pure comedians in the country. He is one of the few incredible best entertainers on the circuit. Like who, who hasn't got an instrument? He is entertaining, magnetic. He's got some very funny bits. Literally all comics have got funny bits. But he's someone else to watch, isn't he? You're like, fucking yeah. hell, this is a lot. He's got a voice. He really acts his stuff out. And he, he looks cool as fuck, but he makes himself look daft with all his little characterizations. <laughs> I like yeah. that. I know there's a lot I look like there's a lot of comics who play high status. But I don't I like a little bit of daft and whatnot. He's very good, man. Charlie Baker. God, we're giving some love out to comedians, aren't we? We were talking about yeah. Sean McLaughlin on the Patreon episode on Wednesday. Thanks for all the uh, very kind feedback that everyone's given us on that. On uh, It's really weird because you post it on Patreon and then loads of people are like, this is what I think of it. It's really weird. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yeah. Even though there's like, all, we're closing in on 500 members on Patreon now, even though there's 500 people there, you, you sort of think something that goes on Patreon, like no one's going to see it. <laughs> We like there's a subconscious thing like oh that's behind a paywall not many well 500 people are listening to this fucking thing it's yeah and we get quite a lot of feedback the Patreon episodes have gone down a treat with our avid listenership and it uh, seems like it was a good move to start giving them a little bonus yeah extra man. One. yeah I uh, I need to set up um start doing this I went to do it after Wednesday Wednesday's episode but we taught for those who aren't Patreons. It's uh, Sean McLaughlin got a lot of love from both of us, and now we've done Charlie Baker. I will start finding some links to these guys doing stand up, and I'll start whacking them up because <clears throat> I think people have asked a few times things we've mentioned for us to just sort of help them find it. And it's more important for comics because, and I know you are getting the benefit of this because you've got mates and a lot of comics that are, have helped not just this podcast, but also with your special coming out. But there has been a real sort of wave of positivity about comics sharing other people's content and being just, you know, with all the Rona stuff, if everyone's stuck it sticking stuff on, on, on the internet, it is great when comics just look after each other and, and sort of share people's shit. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, How special looking, kid? How's the special looking? Good man. It's uh it's now being uploaded to the subtitler because right. uh basically there was a guy who I hired to do a job for me a while back and I owed him a job because like I, I took it away from him and I was like, I, I don't really need you to do that anymore. And he was like, Oh mate, but I could really do with the money at the minute. Things are shit. I'm a freelancer, I can't really be losing work that I thought I was having. I was like, okay do you ever subtitle stuff? And he was like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, well, how about you subtitle my whole special for me? And we'll, I'll give you the fee you were going to get for the other job. Nice. Which is slightly, which is slightly more work than the subtitling would have been anyway. Um, so, and it means I don't have to do it and subtitling, like, I don't want to get too boring with this, but it's so inane and like brain numbing, like listening to yourself and typing the words and then typing the next bit and trying to especially when it's your least so favourite thing subtitles don't reveal punchlines before you say them it's it's a fucking ball ache and I fucking hate it so the fact someone else is doing that for me and we've also got an agreement that 
he's not pissed off and whatever. That's uh, do you know what yeah. I I've noticed? I can tell when people have used uh, like an app that has freelancers on it, and they have basically got their subtitling done in India or the Philippines. I can tell. <laughs> like, we do very good work. We do a. 200 word for uh, one dollar and uh, very cheap and very uh, close turnaround you're like yeah but you're making me sound like uh, English is my second language and I can do that on my own because I'm a a high functioning moron YouTube um, when you upload a video to YouTube you have to upload it without subtitles on the stream they have to be like an optional extra that people can choose to put on and they have an auto subtitle feature on YouTube and <laughs> I have never subtitled any of my videos manually that are on YouTube so if you go to youtube.com slash Adam Rowe comedy while you're there why don't you subscribe and ring the bell so you see my special when it comes out but watch one of my old clips and put the subtitles on and you would think that YouTube is convinced that there's a Uzbekistani doing stand up in fucking Wigan it's fucking insane <laughs> how 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 bad YouTube is at recognizing a Scouse accent. Very luckily, you can go into it and edit it yourself, um, which I'm getting someone, well, the same guy to do. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited, man. We're going to put like a a trailer up, I think, on Monday. That's going to be the, the backstage footage. I think that's going to be the first teaser that goes out. And then maybe like Wednesday next week or Thursday, I'm going to put a stand-up clip from the special up. And then Saturday, the special will go out with probably another teaser clip of the stand-up. So next week, there'll be a trailer and then two stand-up clips to plug it. I've got fucking about 300 podcast uh, guest appearances on other podcasts. I can tell you're grinding at the moment because you are not. You and me are talking as little as we've ever talked since we've started this podcast. And in my head, I'm like, well, I've got stuff I can get on with. But usually it's either me going, Adam, could you do this? And uh, I was thinking about that. And then you'll come back and go, yeah, good idea, lad. Let's do that. And also, we need to do that and that and that. And at the moment, it's like we've had sex and you're trying to jib me off. I re- I'm like, <laughs> I don't think I don't want to pod fuck me anymore. I just don't think I don't. I like, if, I, if, if this was a relationship, I'd be like saying to my pod friends, like, I think it's, I think you don't think he's into it anymore. Like, and I know, really, it's just because you've been sorting the special and doing all these extra podcast appearances to try and promote it. But in my head, I'm like, do you think I've finished all right with Adam? No, it's all right. I know it's especially, but it's the likes, me now. It's pathetic. The, the thing is, at the minute, it's like, this is a new relationship and my special's a divorce I'm going through. And it's like, look, I love you. And things are going really well with us, but I need to sort this bitch out before I can fucking do anything else. <laughs> In two and a half weeks, you'll be on the podcast like, it is good to be in. <laughs> Pissed like, fuck him. Um, uh, we've had a plumber come out. Oh. So, uh, I mentioned this on the Patreon episode. So any non-patrons, just to give you a little 10-second backstory. A while back, I mentioned on an episode that my uh, kitchen ceiling was leaking. And uh, it's now worse. It's got very, very bad... Uh, the other day it literally was like it was raining in the kitchen in three different spots as well and we had the plumber come out and you know one of those fucking days this is what yesterday was you know one of those days where you just know from the second you wake up and I wasn't in a bad mood I was actually in quite a jolly one where you just know things are just not going to line up perfectly and so was this yesterday was this yesterday yeah 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 so 
at the minute I've told you we're, we're swapping our rooms around we're sorting our whole house out and Jade asked me could she redecorate the rooms and I was like absolutely I thought you know what if it's going to keep you happy and that means I can leave the toilet seat up without getting a 20 minute lecture on why the fucking toilet seat needs to go down then absolutely you can have whatever you want you can decorate the bedroom any colour you like oh you want that bedside table get that bedside table I don't give a flying fuck you have whatever you want and yesterday she was like I want to go to the big B&M the <gasps> big B&M not the little one not the medium one I need to go to the big B&M and I was like okay but the plumber's how, how coming big out is it? today how bi- hang on before we get the plumber how how big I mean I re- how big is the big B&M or what are we talking here it's like a B&Q what fucking yeah. hell we've got one in Chester that is the biggest one I've seen I wonder if it's bigger than that Danny Mac told me that it was actually like a Tesco like a mahoosive Tesco and they jibbed it off it's got an escalator going up to a mezzanine in the B&M you, that oh, is the biggest bigger. giveaway that B&M did not pay for the fitting of that shop because B&M B, the, never in the history of B&M where they sell everything fucking dirt cheap the staff are like hello like the, the, the Kellogg's cornflakes are from Poland you won't understand the writing on the ingredients but there's an escalator you're like that's not for original B&M escalator is it B&M are the fucking the absolute like steps like if they can get up there they can buy shit from there but we're not fucking helping them uh, right that's so big B&M weirdly so, gets me excited here, I'm like it? right but the plumber's coming today so I texted the landlord and was like uh, when's the plumber coming and he went they'll, they'll be coming um, after they finished work like it's a friend of mine essentially so they're going to do their day of plumbing and then they'll come and see your house so I went okay just <laughs> tell them to give us half an hour notice and he went alright sound so the B&M is about a 25 minute drive from where we live the big one because there's a lot of road works the minute normally be about 10-15 minutes but it's fucking ball because there was a big flood in Old Swan and Liverpool a few weeks ago like the water mains burst and literally as we pulled up outside the B&M and I turned the key my phone rang and I just burst out laughing and Jay was like why are you laughing at I was like well, it's going to be the fucking plumber isn't it so uh, it was the plumber. I then drove. I, I said to Jay, right, you just go and queue up, get in the b and I'll come and meet you in a bit. I'll go and let the plumber in, whatever, and, or I'll come and pick you up. Just don't go to the till till I get back. So I drove all the way back to ours, got to ours. The plumber's like, hiya, mate, you're all right, you're going to let us in? And I was like, uh, yeah, I will do in a sec. I'd left the house key in Jade's bag. <sighs> oh, God. So, you know, when you're just like, you're in new company, so the plumber's there, and I wanted to scream and swear. I just wanted to shout the word cunt as loud as I possibly could. But I was like, no, you need to be professional. And the plumber recognized me as well. She was like, aren't you that comedian guy? So I was like, I can't be angry. I've got to. can't be a little psycho in front of the. For fuck's sake! Oh, for fuck's sake! It's just not good. So then I was like, I'm pretty sure my dad's got a spare key. So I tried to ring him. He didn't fucking answer. So I went round the corner and then he tried to get me into a conversation. He did have a key, but he told me it didn't work. So I brought it round. It did work. I let the plumber in. And the plumber comes up and she's doing the plumber thing of, oh, well. And she's like, oh, this is a fucking big job, this, mate, because it's not the grout and that's the problem. There's clearly a pipe problem. That's why it's leaking in several places. So I'm going to have to get on. This is a really big prop. And you know when, like, you get like someone in to do work in your house, like a plumber or a joiner or someone. And because it's a big job, they seem pissed off. 
and it's like, surely this is good news for you. Why are you fucking whinging at me? Oh, it's a fucking big job, this. Gonna have to go. Well, shouldn't you be smiling right now? Because yeah. you're gonna get paid more for this than you would have. It's not tightening what? a fucking tap, is it? Because I could do that. <laughs> I mean, that is the limit of my manliness, by the way. And I know she's a female plumber, but that's about as handy as they get. Like, that tap needs just tightening. Beyond that, I'm fucked. But our our bath is tiled in, so all those tiles have got to come off. It's not just like a, a board or anything. It's it's a fucking nightmare of a job. So she's coming back next week. So me and Jade can't get a shower or a bath until next week. Um oh. so I was like, Well, maybe we could go to my dad's and Jade was like, Well, wait until you get your uh, <laughs> your your coronavirus antibody test back, which I've now got back. So yeah. again, we said on the Patreon episode that I'd, I'd paid a hundred quid to get an antibody test. Yeah. I got the yeah. result back about an hour before we're recording this podcast. It's fucking negative. So I've got no antibodies. I'm not immune to it. And I can't go to my dad's in case I've got Corona now and I fucking kill the 40 year old man who drinks right. too much and's had a heart attack. I can't go and get washed in his. She doesn't want us to go and get washed in in mum and dad's. And on top of all of this, yesterday, I thought I was going to have one of those rare fucking moments when I get and I told you so at the minute Jade's three door Ford Fiesta is filled with seven bin bags full of clothes that she's refusing to throw away because she wants her sister to look through them first to see if there's anything she wants before we then take them to the tip and get rid of all the clothes because we're clearing the house why can't you drop them off why can't you drop them off well, we will drop them off, but the, her mum lives a 40-minute driveway, so we haven't had time to do that. Right. So they're in the fucking car. Yesterday, when we're driving to the B&M, I was like, well, why don't we just take all the clothes out? We'll put them back in a bit. We're getting a lot of stuff here for the house. We need to make room in the car. She's like, no, it'll be fine. And I was like, it won't be fine. I know what you like. We filled two cunting trolleys of stuff. We bought this chair. We bought like bedside tables we bought carpets rugs everything we come out I was like Jade you're going to have to just throw all these clothes in the bin over there because otherwise we're not going to get two fucking trolleys worth of stuff into the fucking car she was like no just let me try and sort it I swear to god it'll be fine I was like will you stop being stubborn and take the fucking clothes out the car because otherwise you're going to get half the stuff in realise you're fucked up have to take all the stuff out then take the clothes out and bin them and then put all the clothes in and you know what it all fucking fit with the clothes still in it and I didn't even get you I told you so moment she got to do it to me even though I was 99% sure I was in the fucking right I was still in the fucking wrong it was a cunt of a day a bastard cunt of a day and after all of that I'm not even immune to this fucking virus woo Got a new chair though, and it doesn't squeak. Right, so, good. You know, so, the po- po- positives. Plus, you bought all that shit from B and M. Literally, fucking rugs, lights, bedside table, all that shit. It's twenty eight quid. Nice. That's the B and M. That's the plus with B and M in it. You can't really spend much more than forty quid. Well, how much was it? Think. Was it silly? Oh, it was annoying. <laughs> I'd want a member of staff if I spent more than hundred quid in B and M. I'd be like Carol. Oh, here's what you we live bought. with we us now. You're coming bed, with me. New little bed for the dog. A drill. Uh, two bedside tables, this chair, a um, couple of rugs, lampshades, decorative stuff like a little giraffe that's going on a shelf, a few shelves in oh, the bedroom, gotta get your uh, TV bracket. Um, oh, this is more than 200 quid, isn't it? Oh, wait. Yes. Jesus Christ. Did they, did they like, bring the manager out to speak to you? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the till's doing something. We've never seen this. I'm going to have to get the, uh, I'm going to have to get the manager... 
Mr. Thompson, I've never seen this many numbers on the screen before. That's all right, love. It's all right, Julie. That's a that's a big shop. That <laughs> amazing. But you feel all right, mate. What can I, feel I ask? Better now that I've I've, I've you vented there, there you? with that rant. Do you know what I mean? You vented there. I tell you what, I'll give you at least with Jade. She got the stuff, and she, is she getting on with it now? Is she is she decorating? Um, yeah, she's doing a thing in there. She right. needs to buy a couple more things that we couldn't get from the B&M. We were going to go to the range today to get the rest. But now that me test is negative, Jade doesn't want to go near any shops because people were fucking dry humping us yesterday in the aisles. <laughs> There's no social distancing. Yeah. In the fucking big B&M kid. But if you go in B&M or fucking the home bargains, you're basically, it's the shopping equivalent of the walking dead in it. That's basically yeah. Shaun of the Dead meets Discount Trouble. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here they come. Fucking hell. You know what I noticed, though? Do you know when I got oh, that right. negative test before? Yeah. I, I had, This isn't a conscious decision, and I don't know when it's happened, but my opinion on the virus subconsciously has changed. No, and it's the reason more I know serious. That it's, no, I think it's not as serious, because... Like, as soon as it comes through, I was like, oh, fucking negative. So I uh, probably haven't had it. I mean, it doesn't definitely mean that I haven't had it because it says the best time to do that test is 14 to 21 days after you had any symptoms. Now, the only symptom I had at any point was a bit of breathlessness. And that was back when I was still coming to yours. So that's about nine weeks ago now, isn't it? Yeah. Ish. So there's a chance it's a false negative. So I was just like, could be a false negative. And whatever, doesn't matter. Just crack on as normal. Jade was like, I don't want to be now, now that you're definitely negative. Um, I was working, I was getting a bit complacent. This is all Jade. I was getting a bit complacent um, thinking we'd, like working under the assumption essentially that we've probably already had it. Uh, we need to stop doing that. I'm not going to range today. No more unnecessary journeys. And as I was reading it, I was like, oh, what are you fucking doing that for? Let's just crack on. Let's go to the range today. And I cut like, was sort of and this is totally not what I was like a few weeks ago I was so like I was building a fucking bomb shelter essentially do you know what I mean we've got so many fucking pot noodles downstairs and I think now I'm sort of like eh if I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get it subconsciously I haven't sort of consciously made that decision but that's where I've been for a while you know that's where I've been for a while because we're gonna have a decision coming up soon when our nursery reopens for Etta and Laura's work and are, are going to expect her to go back and like she's now getting stressed because she follows other mums on Instagram and obviously that's a concern isn't it your kids health but people are like well I've seen articles saying that children do get ill I'm like yeah but I could find those articles as well but what you've done is ignored 4,000 fucking articles about everyone else who gets ill statistically small children are not high risk for this and at some point we have to come out of this and start living our lives. So if we're going to do that, we might as well crack on because you've pretty much, the fork in the road is, are you going to isolate like your high risk and take this very seriously and cut yourself off and, and reduce your chances of getting it until there's a vaccine? Or are you going to go and go and live your life? I'm going to work, she's going to work, and Etta's going to go to nursery. Because doing a half job of like, no, Etta can't go to nursery, and then but you can go to a gig that's live streaming, that's fucking ridiculous. Laura going to work and saying, well, there was social distancing bullshit. We might as well, it's either one way or the other. Like, I know the argument is, well, kids what can't socially distance. You're like, 
once you're out and you're working and you're you're going to the range or going to B&M, I don't think you're properly socially distancing either. It's one or the other, and I want to crack on. I do not want to live in fear of this because my other worry is if you do lock down and take it very seriously, you're going to come out and get it anyway. You're going to fuck up the yeah. six months, going to yeah. put your mortgage at risk and then be like, oh, shit, we got it at Christmas. And we just say at this point, by the way, this is all just me and Dan talking. I don't want anyone listening to this and going, oh, you're advising people to do whatever. We're absolutely not. Never, ever, 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 especially in this first section of the show where we're just talking shit. Never take this as us telling you what to do or advice or anything like that because it's fucking not that at all. We're not medically qualified. And if, you, if you've listened for more than one episode, you should know by now that we're a pair of fucking morons. But... Oh, fucking bang on there, lad. Get out there. Lick lick a pensioner. Live your life. Do what you were doing. I won't let Rona beat me. I'm licking pensioners just like I was before. I was talking about this in my group chat before with a couple of the lads, and one of them was like, um, apparently there's only 253 people under the age of 60 that didn't have a serious underlying condition that have died. 250 people. And I was like, yeah, well, I went back with like a sort of lawful argument of, well, the argument is that that's 253 too many. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like the basically so, uh, there's a big businessman, I forget his name. He's suing the government for 200 million pounds for what he's lost because of lockdown. Right. Yeah. Cause he's saying I've lost this. You should never have locked the country down. Um, only 253 non-vulnerable people have died. And I was like, yeah, but the government will win that because they'll just go 253 is too many. And then one of the lads made a really good point. He was like, well, does that mean we should take cars off the road? Totally. Like, how many people die from getting run over by a car every year? It's well more than 253. It's seen as like collateral damage of having a society where cars are better, isn't it? I just, I I, I don't fucking know the answers at the minute. No, but but like, how can you, you can't sell cigarettes. Cigarettes is, it's personal choice. It's it's independent choice. You 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 have to take personal responsibility. Cigarettes are available. They're clearly fucking terrible for you. People want to smoke. They're available. There's tariffs. They're taxed. Driving is very fucking dangerous. Really handy, but there's loads of road deaths. If yeah, you just got it. If people want to isolate, they absolutely should. Plus they're older. Plus they've probably got the pensions. But if you're not sending kids to nursery because you're really worried about the health implications, then we should sell the cars as well, in theory, because they're fucking yeah. horrific. Mm. And you know, and that's why I'm standing as MP of Scalmouthdale. <laughs> oh no. Mr. Uh, Nangale. Can I just Pete. ask you... <laughs> I didn't think you were going to do it. I was like, uh, I know what we're doing in the middle section, so I thought I might leave off just now. Miss Hanangel, he going to change things for Scamdale. He going to make it so much better for all of us. Free Price of potato going to plummet. Free red salt for everybody. He labour. <laughs> he labour. He, he like red salt. Um, how did you feel? And be honest, and I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to poke the bear about the plumber being a woman how where were you on that i'm obviously be, women can be plumbers i just i'm just talking individually about adam's sort of guttural response i didn't really have one i just went oh that's weird isn't it like that was it because i i had a young woman change a light but uh one of the bulbs on my car about oh, no, five years one. ago 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh, can we talk about this? Uh, no, we probably can't. Wait, let me tell. No. Let I let me just set you up because I think you should. But I, it, she was a young. This is when we lived in Leeds, and I'm such a fanny with cars. I'm like, I don't know, and it's going to be hard work, and I'm going to have to go to Alfords anyway and buy the bulb, and then I might as well pay the extra seven quid to be like, could you do it? But I sort of expected to be a lad and be like, you're more manly than me. And the older you get, the harder that gets because it's a young lad who's like, yeah, don't worry about it. And you're like, yeah, you don't look like you can fucking tidy your bedroom, so why am I letting you do this? And then it was a young girl, and I was like, oh, oh, fuck. And it, and I wasn't I wasn't happy with my reaction to it, but in my head I was like, oh, oh. And it sort of shamed me into into doing it myself so the next time a ball went I went to Halfords and instead of paying for someone to do it I took it home I spent 45 minutes trying to break the front of my car off to get this cunting bulb in I twatted it around so hard I broke one finally got the second one in don't think I did it right and the next time it went I went straight back to Halfords and I would have I'd literally have asked for the girl I'd have been like is that young girl back because she did a fucking belting job the first time but the initial reaction was you're a man Dan you can do this this is you shouldn't let a girl do this and in reality she did a far better fucking job than I could but uh go on I, I feel like come on you've teed up for something I know no, I, will, I will say it so it was just the the light bulb structure of a joke right so there's a we've got a mutual friend a female mutual friend and she does listen to the podcast actually right um and she put something on her Facebook the other day she'd been sent an unsolicited video from a man on her Facebook friend list and he was wanking into a mirror, right? <sighs> Disgusting. Horrible. And she said, what are you doing? Don't do that. And he just called her a cunt and said, oh, fuck off, you cunt. I'm, I'll send you videos of me wanking whenever I want. That sort of vibe. Clearly a horrible, dirty bastard. And she tagged him in the post saying, look what this horrible bastard sent me. And I just scrolled through his Facebook. And this is... A guy that is clearly a couple of things. First of all, he's smack bang in the middle of a mental breakdown. He's clearly a massive drug addict. He's a method, right? It's quite the evidence is there. And he's also, and more importantly than the mental breakdown and the drug addict bit, he's also a definite cunt. Like he's a bad person oh, on top of those oh, things. Mate. It's not those two things that are affecting his behavior. He's also a massive cunt as well. <laughs> and he poor. A joke on his Facebook page and it's so horrible. And I laughed at it for a good 10 minutes, like couldn't breathe. It's so fucking stupid. And I loved it for all the wrong reasons. Is he a comedian? No, 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 absolutely not. He's just a bad person who's shared like an old joke. So here's the joke. (laughs) What a beautiful setup. I'm so tense. Um, how many feminists does it take to change a light bulb? Oh, Jesus. All of them want to change the light bulb and the rest to suck my dick. Fuck me. It was safer when we were talking about being in bargains, wasn't it? The best part about it was the suck my dick bit was capitalised and had three exclamation marks as well. Oh, it was so... 
it just it's such a bad joke and such a horrible joke that I couldn't help but die laughing at it. The fact that like he thinks that's a good joke enough to put on his Facebook page. <laughs> I can't say that this is going to cause me any trouble. Send. He definitely <laughs> Facebook should be like, dude, you definitely want to post this. <laughs> oh god the rest of them <laughs> want to change the light bulb and the rest of them to suck my dick <sighs> oh. well there's no following that bad boy <laughs> <laughs> let's have a break lad Shout out to Trans Alloy Wheels. Alloy wheel refurbishments, car bodywork and customisation services in Leeds and throughout West Yorkshire. These guys are a well-trusted family business. They do exceptional work. If you want your wheels and bodywork jazzing up and you're anywhere in the north, go and see Charlie and the boys at Trans Alloy Wheels. They're good guys. They can make your motor look better. They can add value to your car. They do insurance work. They do powder coating, diamond cutting, painting. They do new tyres, acid stripping shot blasting tyre fitting and removal these guys are wheel wizards if you've got cracks in your bodywork they can well repair them and they do insurance gigs and the best part is have a word listeners get 25% off fucking everything the main thing is Charlie and the guys at Transilo Wheels have supported us during the Rona they've sponsored this podcast and we want to support them we can't go and get our cars sorted just yet as soon as the Rona's done I'm going in the meantime I'm going to follow them online we'd love it if you could do it as well on facebook they're trans alloy wheels that's all one word trans alloy all one word wheels give them a like give them a follow they're on twitter at trans alloy w trans alloy w and have a look for trans alloy wheels on instagram they've shown this podcast some love let's show them some love back all right back to the pod Your ma and dad listen to Have a Word. Adam, you're in charge. You're in charge. You're, this is your episode. It is. You've done a bit of prep for our accent bit, haven't you? You've, I, you've just sorted that. I've done. I've done. I've decided that. Well, we sort of we came up with it on Monday, and I've I've followed through in the nicer sense of that phrase. So um, I'll that say this before we get to the last mind. section today. If you haven't listened to Monday's episode, now we we get the download them as we know almost every one of our regular listeners has already listened to Mondays. Don't listen to today's have a word section until you've listened to the have a word section from Monday. That's all I'll say for now. We'll get to that in a bit. Um, I've prepared because I know you've got a bit for the middle section for later on. I've got three would you rather's for you. Oh, I like this. All of them are from Jade. What? I gave Jade the chance to come up with a few would you rather's. She gave me about five or six. A couple of them were shit, so I said no. But these three, <laughs> I think, are good. Good on you, Jade. So, got three types. One of them is like. Um, she doesn't, uh, do, she doesn't do dirty, drink, Jade, does she? A, a, a food and drink related one. We've got a um, family matters related one. And we've got a clothing-related one. Which one would you want first? Let, do them in the order. Do them in the order that you said. Let's do it like that. Okay. Would you rather never drink alcohol again 
or never have anything with milk in again, including <gasps> food. I mean, I fucking love my cornflakes in the morning. How do you like eggs in the morning? You could switch I to oat like... milk, though, I think. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could go from a massage to getting kicked in the balls, but doesn't mean <laughs> I want to. Um, fucking oat milk. <laughs> no, fam. What's the... I mean, I... There's some things I don't mind the replacement of, but, like, milk's fucking... Milk's just the industry standard, as well. isn't Never it? Never have pizza again. Oh, this is this is difficult. I I didn't even think about cheese. I'd have to go non-dairy. But then what am I gonna do at weddings? Just fucking watch. Just sat in the corner with your cornflakes and your Mate, Have we ever been to a wedding before? I go big at weddings. There's something about weddings. I love getting yeah. fucking in there. I just there's something about day drinking. It suits me. I like the cast of characters. I, I like being a plus one because then you're the random extra in the film of the wedding. I've also been the fucking lead role. And that to be honest is more ball like than it's worth. Being a best man. <laughs> oh being a best man is tremendous. You like the you like the the co-star the supporting yeah. actor and you everyone knows you you get your little speech everyone's like is he gonna be awful yeah he's a nice guy yeah fucking love a wedding I tell you one of my least favourite things is when comedians get married and don't invite me to the wedding Pete Otway Chris Washington you pair of fucking rats uh, but congratulations Musseltoff um, uh, yeah I can't, I, I'd, I've been boozing a lot here mate turbo shandy wise and I love both. I love the booze and I love the dairy. But I tell you this, I've never had two bowls of cornflakes and got laid, you know? I've never I've never on a Christmas day gone, oh my God, my family are boring cunts. I need uh, a bowl of mozzarella, grated mozzarella. <laughs> I think I've never, just before a podcast, gone, fuck, I'm feeling a little flat. Maybe I'll have, you know bit of dairy lee <laughs> I think um, I think I'm choosing the booze I don't want to sound too obvious but it wasn't and an easy one you know what lad I'm fucking with you milk can yeah. go and suck its mum alcohol all the way yes I mean milk's good though to be fair but yeah yeah milk's like second to alcohol obviously but in this situation you know the Champions League final and they've lost what milk or Tottenham yeah there's. I think booze wise there's not a lot Although booze is the thing that's probably going to fucking put me in an early grave. Because, again, you know, I've never I had cheese on toast fuck, like and cheese, tried to ring like a drug cheese. dealer. I reckon cheese is affecting my health more than fucking alcohol is. Yeah, but it's not making you... <laughs> yeah, no. It depends. If if you've ever done coke, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, there is that thing of like... If I get four pints of meat, the sun's out, and I'm in a town where I've got mates, I'm like, maybe we could go ring someone. And that's nev <laughs> never the case after a fucking omelette. <laughs> <laughs> fucking that was a lovely well, we're, we're keeping alcohol Do you want to ring we're someone? keeping the alcohol keep the booze yeah um, right this is a difficult one I reckon yeah um, would you rather have your parents and let's just let's just for this assume that our mums are still alive Oh, right Same. or we could just have our dads right 
Would you rather have your parents see your last 12 months of browsing history and any videos you've watched, they will see? Or the other way around and you see all of theirs? <laughs> I'm laughing, not because it's appalling. It's not appalling to me. I've got my dad left. My dad is in fucking Lancashire. He's retired. He's got Parkinson's and he is low maintenance. My dad wants an easy fucking life to the extent that sometimes <laughs> we can go two months without speaking, you know, where my birthdays occurred in those two months. And you'd be like, Dad, are you all right? He's like, oh, man, sorry about that. I, I totally forgot that I had a son. He is not like one of them parents who'd be like, I can't believe this. He'd be like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Where, where's that yeah, website? Like, Could you just, send me a link? You're, just, you're assuming that it's just porn stuff here. Like if your dad's Googled something like, can you get athlete's foot on your dick? Like, or weepy penis, or Mate. green bunk coming out of felon. You're going to know all of that. I think he's so laid back. He'd be like, oh, well, uh, never mind. Flaky dick it is. Uh, uh, Have you not Googled anything in the past year that you'd be horrified if your dad saw it? Yeah. Can I just say this? Honestly, my dad... It's the weirdest feeling. We we get on fine. We speak now because my, my granddad's now moved in with him. So he's giving full care to my 95-year-old granddad. As a result, my, me and my dad are speaking fucking 20 times more than we normally do. To the extent that dad basically told me to stop ringing so much. Because <laughs> I, ring, I ring my pop all the time because he's dead, dead old and he hasn't got many people. So I make the effort. Now he's there. I'm ringing every other day. And Dad's like, literally went, oh, hi. Yeah, no, 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 don't worry about calling him. You can just, if there's something happens, I'll call you. I'm like, no, dickhead, that's not how it works. He, <laughs> he honestly, he's so laid back. I know that he's a dirty old sod because he's given me the genetics of being a dirty sod. There's sometimes I catch myself going, that is a really kind of pervy thought. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not just come out of fucking nowhere. It's not like my stalk dropped me off in a fucking blanket you know like Dumbo style and like he was a sex offender and now that's why I'm a little bit dirty like I got some fucking filth through the beak I know it's you know I know he was a dirty old bastard I know that he knows that really but no I'm not asked. but I tell you what if it was my mother-in-law and my father-in-law that change that, that change pen. that's a whole nother okay. layer of my I am more mortified by the process. Then. So they see yours or you see theirs. Laura's so, going that. So I little little story about this. About a year and a half ago, I remember exactly where I was. It's etched in my memory. I am not a I don't share my laptop, right? It's my laptop. And I think that is that means that I should be able to put in the Google search bar any fucking what thing I want, right? And I've never been one of those private browser guys who's like, oh. <laughs> I love, do you remember the advert? The, I think it was a Microsoft advert when you were like, oh, now we do a private browser when you're, um, you know, shopping for your wife's birthday present. <laughs> it, was, it was the most code advert for, guys, we've sorted out how you can wank, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, she's staying at ours. Uh, this is about a year and a half ago. And 
I have my laptop just up on my desk, like, and she was like, oh, can I use your laptop? I was like, yeah, dude, no worries. <laughs> she just went in the search bar and started typing and went, oh, oh, there's a lot of suggestions come up. And then just smiled at me. Oh, and I went, you've mentioned this before. I went, yeah. I went, I went, <laughs> and you can't, you can't be like, oh, no, it's not. They're Laura's. <laughs> so I just had to, she was just a quiet little moment. And it would have passed as a nice little moment if Laura hadn't been like, oh, is that from, oh, is that from what you've been looking at? Oh, that's disgusting. She just, like, she underlined the awkwardness. Yeah. Or, yeah, she's laughing. She can just hear me. She's heard me say that. (laughs) I can hear her laughing. Totally, you're totally hotting me out there. Um, Well, I am a pervert, but... You'd rather I use Pornhub than pester you all the time. You know, when you said pester you, I thought you were about to say pets at home. (laughs) (laughs) You'd rather me use Pornhub than pets at home. (laughs) The thing is about wanking to Pornhub, a lot of people are all right with it, really. Wanking at pets at home, that will get you spoken to by the manager. Like, could you, excuse me, Mr. Nightingale, we've spoken about that. Could you come away from the gerbils? I am. No, yeah, I I don't. Weirdly, now that that's happened, I've sort of broken the seal. My father-in-law. I also think with men, it's like you fucking know. Don't pretend. Don't pretend that you retired and your dick fell off. You've been a player, player. But yeah, with but your what mother-in-law, if, like, you found out. Like her mom had googled like divorce lawyers or something. <laughs> well, now you've got the information that her mom was considering leaving her dad. What do you do? Do you tell her? To, what if she's got past it? And yeah, you're I, yeah, and yeah, I know. I know what you mean. You see the whole browsing. This isn't just a wanky thing. This no. is everything. Yeah, how to kill a son in law dot com. Yeah. I don't know if there is that website, but that would be like a legal advice for your daughter who's thinking about divorcing. Um, uh, I think the sex stuff would freak me out the most. I don't think I'd ever want to find out my mother in law was into some. Nailed. I'd be like, no, mate. But you'd rather them find yours. I think we just have to. I'm 39. They know the score. Come on, look at the state of me. I'm no angel. Everyone's got a roof. Everyone's fed. Let me watch what I want to watch. What <laughs> <sighs> uh, what's Laura's um, maiden name? R- Why? What are you doing? I'm just going to do a little sketch. Ross, Ross. Hello, hello, Mr. Ross. Um, I, I'm down. We've met a few times. I've, I've, um, I've come to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage. Okay, well, I'm going to need your brows in history. Listen, dickhead. I've got a roof. Everyone's fed. Let me watch what I want to watch. Fuck off. I tell you, what, you can fuck off because at one, I'm not doing it at pets at home. And two, <laughs> we've got 64 meg broadband for a reason. Can I tell you what uh, Rob Ross, my father-in-law, said when I when we ranked my daughter's going mental uh, when she fucking hell what's going on today what's going on in my house everyone's heckling me while I'm podcasting shitting loudly and fucking screaming um, I, we rang him to give him the good news and uh, we were like uh, we didn't ask him for his permission because Laura's like no she's not a feminist but she's like no I don't, we don't need his fucking permission I'm his daughter not his property fair enough so ra- I wanted to ring him and be like Rob, we rang him told him and he literally went, oh, God, there's no returns. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> 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 what 
<laughs> Once you've bought it, there's no returns policy. Classic. So, uh, yeah, tricky, but I'm, I'd rather just be like, fuck it, I'm 39. If you've heard the podcast, you know the score. Phenoms. Fair enough. Uh, final one. This is my favourite one. <laughs> Chat. Would you rather live in a set of women's lingerie and a pair of high heels that you can never take off even in the bath or you're constantly on a 30 foot dog lead that Laura's holding it never disconnects and she never puts it down so you can only ever be 30 foot away from Laura on a lead or you've always got lingerie and a pair of high heels on at all times you can never take it off it's always the same ones and you can when you go out you can wear stuff over the lingerie but you have got it on underneath but obviously you will never be able to hide the high heels but when you're in the house all you've got on is the lingerie and the high heels right <laughs> initially when you said it I was like oh that sounds awful can I just do it? one thing this is for Jade because Jade did come up with this well, yeah to be fair Jade that's pretty good <laughs> a little bit like even in the bath like what a weird fucking thing to say what so I have to keep buying new fucking high heels because they keep getting ruined in the bath no uh, it's the same ones right well that's a, that's a different level of problem then isn't it because they're going to start <laughs> disintegrating and I wear high heels but they've got to be nice ones do you know what I mean um, initially I was like whoa <laughs> you're not fucking doing that wearing high heels but then I'll say this. First point, I have worn uh, women's knickers before. And obviously... Uh, Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Park. What? <laughs> never, have you never Why? tried your missus's knickers on, ever? Never. No, well, you've not, because Jade's tiny and you've got a little fucking Arabian batty. Uh, <laughs> you've got some fucking North African junk in the trunk. Oh, Um... I'll tell you this not even it's not sexually but just like fucking about I have tried on Laura's knickers and I'm not talking about thongs fucking hell thongs are dirty mate thongs are like that last bit you know that last bit of toilet paper just leaving it in there for a bit and being like oh that smells no shit (laughs) (laughs) no pun intended Um, I've tried her knickers on and my wife has got I mean, there's, there's a polite way of saying it, but I'll just say she's got a big arse. She's got a fucking phenomenal batate. Batata. She's got a badonkadonk, mate. In fact, I honestly, if Laura's, if she was black, they'd still be like, her black f- friends would be like, girl, you've got a big arse. Um, and I've tried her nicks. They're really quite comfy. The black, the big, like the black sort of, I don't think that's that bad. As long as I don't have to wear tiny little fucking and some of things like giving well, it me says lingerie fucking moose hoof oh it says lingerie so they're not like comfy granny panties it's lo- it's sexy stuff oh for fuck's sake I don't know I'd have to consider it because you, you, you think I'll just go on a lead on a lead always <laughs> always awful so every time I'm doing a gig and I'm telling a story about her she could just yank it from the back of the room like alright love sorry anyway my missus ah alright like a naughty dog <laughs> like a fucking every time I was on a laptop she could be like what are you looking at there use the private browser 
I'd hate that. Oh, it'd be awful. On a lad's <laughs> holiday with her 20 seats back. Oh, I'm going to go lingerie and just fucking chafe. I could just go Eddie Izzard, although I'd make a fucking ugly Eddie Izzard when I... feel about Dan Nightingale? A bit cynical, but he's cross-dressing on stage now. He's not actually changed his material. Like, hey, who's drinking? <laughs> Ah, uh, that was a good one. I'd get on TV, though. Jade, just so you know, Dan is going to keep drinking alcohol. He's going to show his mother-in-law his browsing history, and he wants the high heels. And honestly, that in that order sort of makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> I've had a few drinks. Yeah, so. I've had a few now, I know you love his mum and that, but look, this is a midget. And it's a lesbian bukkake. It's fantastic. And I'm just going to the shop. Can I bring your shoes? <laughs> I, hey, have a look at this video that I was looking at the other night. Can I just go upstairs and have a look in your drawers? Ooh. I think it's time for the FA Cup final draw. Oh, it's acting. Adam's acting masterclass. Ladies and gents, if you, if you missed Monday's episode, Adam uh, has decided that he's going into acting. Um, you know, he's podcasting like a fucking maniac. Um, and that's mainly Rona related. Uh, he gigs like a whoa, but now he wants to branch out and do some acting. And obviously, we've got to train him up. He's got talent. We've all seen the raw talent, Chicago La. It's just, it's there. But we need to tune it up. So we've set a challenge for each other. And we really like the parameters of a sort of a descriptive term adjective a nationality or regional accent and then a job but it's too yeah, basically I feel like I could play any role yeah, 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 yeah. in any film or any TV series you can throw any accent at me give me a few minutes I'll have it nailed you, I can be angry I can be sad I can be hyperactive I can be upset like I can be I can be any I can, I've got a, such a range of emotions and I reckon I can portray any job. I reckon I've got one of those faces where yeah, if you yeah, see yeah. me as a lawyer, you'd go, yeah, that works. And if you see me as a drug baron, you'd think that works. Oh, yeah. And if you see me cleaning carpets, you'd be like, that works. I've got a cross-occupational face. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what it's called in the trade. But I mean, lean into, you know, like a what's eating Gilbert Grape. And I ethnically ambiguous yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you played someone with special needs as well, I think that particularly would be good. Anyway, um, <laughs> on the trolleys, starring Adam Rowe. Um, <laughs> the new Ken Loach film. He loves comedians. About, about a young lad called Malcolm who works at Sainsbury's. Like, <laughs> I've been finished with that. Right, okay. Who's taking the first... You want to take the first one? I mean, it's your masterclass. I'll have a few cracks of these as well, obviously. Just for the fuck of it. So tell the audience right. what you're doing right now. So I've got three piles. I've got three piles. I've got the descriptive word. I've got the regional uh, accent. I'm shuffling them like cards. And then I'll... I'm j j if anyone thinks, oh, they've set this up, there'll be ones... I'm pretty sure there'll be ones that maybe just don't quite click... But that's the fun of it. Let's see what we've well, we got. Purposely, if anyone thinks we've set this up, we purposely haven't. A lot of people did send in the other day. They did send in um, like the full thing, didn't they? They were like, we want you to do a disgruntled 
Zimbabwean toilet cleaner. That like they they yeah they we might do we might do them we might do them. Yeah. But I but like think the. It's more, fun if it's random and we can never possibly know what combination we're going to get until ah! we're given it right there and then you ready so go up yes born ready kid <laughs> hungover okay <laughs> iraqi <laughs> hungover iraqi driving instructor okay <laughs> So, Adam, hungover Iraqi driving instructor. (sighs) (sighs) He's really getting in it. Hello, my friend. Please get in the car. No, I had a heavy night last night. It was um, Champions League final. I am a big Liverpool fan. We won it for a seventh time. Fantastic, but very hungover. Nice to meet you. This your first lesson? Right, okay. This gonna be very difficult for me today. I <laughs> couldn't gone. give less of a shit about how good you are driving. So how about we just go to the McDonald's and I give you free lessons in return because I really need three double cheeseburgers, two large fries, a cook, a milkshake, a McFlurry, and a chocolate brownie to dip in. Okay, so we're going to do that now. Um you get in the passenger seat I will drive the car And we pretend this never happened Okay Oh mate okay. Adam Beautifully done I thought you were going to put that in the wall on purpose But you really <laughs> committed to it um, Few points just for the I don't, know, don't get me wrong I'm no expert on role play But I'd, I'd like it to be explained next time A where the fucking McDonald's is in Iraq that is selling a full <laughs> British McDonald's Whoa, menu. Hey, hang on. You didn't tell me we were in Iraq. Oh, good point. On a technicality. Absolutely good point. There's Congolese fishermen. It's not really what I meant. But yeah. Also, you didn't really explain why an Iraqi is drinking. Is he, a, you know, it's a it's a huge, huge majority Muslim. Muslim, It's a huge majority Muslim. I would have thought within the role play, you'd have given us a reason like, oh no, I used to be committed. See, this uh, is the problem with straight white men like you. Oh, don't. assume that because someone's from somewhere that that's their whole identity and it's wrong, okay? Yeah, but... This guy is a party animal. He was born in Iraq, he was raised in Iraq, and then he came to Liverpool, he discovered Blue Wicked and Turbo Shandies, and now he's a fucking legend. I love the grace of, you know, uh, God, but also the fucking alcohol pops are very good. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Next one. Exhausted. Exhausted. Okay. Exhausted Northern Irish. <laughs> Domino's delivery guy. Exhausted Domino's Northern Irish Domino's delivery guy Oh for fuck's sake Can't they just come and collect it <laughs> Wow Zinger I'm not fucking Can't be ass driving Fucking three miles Can't oh. they just come and collect it I can just sit here and get paid No he's gone south He's gone too south I'm not fucking bending down I'm hey, not listen, fucking bending down listen, Shut the I'm fuck up Yes and yes. I now have to fucking do a contactless delivery because of the fucking runner. 
I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not doing it. They can come down here and get it. I've had a long day. You're <laughs> all over the Celtic Isles. I think I think with with Northern Irish, you've got to go like weirdly. Listen, you fuck. I am fucking exhausted. I've been delivering fucking pepperoni passion all over fucking Ulster. And I'm not bending down to do a fucking contact. You take it from my fucking hand. I can give a fucking shit about the Rona. I've survived more than the fucking Rona. Oh, dear. Thank you, that's where. Fuck I'll you, mate. Oh, hello, no. I tell you, I'm from Northern Ireland. From the fucking Faroe Islands. Hello, they've got those cunts have got a weird fucking accent. What are the Faroe Islands? Always makes me think of Egypt because of the Pharaohs. They're playing Finland, are they? They're in the European groups. Why? Fucking. Don't, mate, the Flid groups in European qualification could happen, couldn't it? So Andorra and Faroe <laughs> Islands can just go and play hockey with each other. Um, Who else? San Marino. Fucking jog on. Right. Ready? Yeah. Pregnant. Oh, I'm so glad I did that one. Pregnant Welsh. <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> Pregnant Welsh. Pregnant Welsh prostitute. <laughs> oh, in my head when I got oh. pregnant, I was like, please. Right. Oh, oh dear. Uh, do, you, do you like her while I'm pregnant? <laughs> Oh, that was so sinister. That was so sinister. Does it, does it turn you on? No, I now I've got a baby and me. What's Jade? What's Jade peeping you for? I think you doing that accent. I think that is a sex crime. Oh, the thing is, right? I'm all pregnant and I, but I can still take it up the bum hole. Oh my god! I can't believe how depressing this one is. I'm dying to go back to the hungover Iraqi driving instructor, which is definitely borderline racist. Oh, but it's the thing is, right, I, I, I'm pregnant and I don't want you fucking me and changing who the baby's daddy is to you. So, do you want to fuck my armpit? <laughs> is that Welsh? Is that how Welsh pregnancy works? Listen, I'm already <laughs> pregnant. I don't want you confusing the genealogy, innit? I think that's how it works, innit? Once the baby's up there, he's going to end up with two daddies. You can't, that can happen though If you fuck a pregnant woman And you're not the father of the baby You can turn that baby into yours How'd you be? No, you look at Adam's trying to ad-lib And he's like, you went No, no, what do you mean? What do I mean? If you're, right So, until a baby's fully formed I think it's like the, th- the first two trimesters If more semen gets onto it Then you yeah. would, like, be the baby's biological father yeah yeah if just to check in, <laughs> in the third trimester you just said if you jizz on a baby it's yours okay no 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 no. in the first two oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's just a baby which is you on are then. just saying fucking words trimester like you oh yeah no no listen adam's so confident of his own opinion no yeah 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 but i tell you what the fifth trimester you know, watch out for that cunt. That's a fucking no, nightmare. Listen That's to a- me, I know what I'm talking about. The first two trimesters, if you put sperm on that growing fetus, your sperm, then it would share some of your DNA. In the third trimester, you've just come on a baby. <laughs> trimester! A fucking Game of Thrones reference. 
<laughs> I tell you what, prostitute, pregnant prostitute, Welsh prostitute. That was fucking. That was a little, little too edgy for me. On our downloads in Abergavenny, Llanelli, and Llandudno, we've gone right down. Well, Ready? Is, I've got a baby in me, and I don't want you fucking coming on my baby. So no. <laughs> How are you so good at Iraqi? And so bad at British Isle accents. I think you are a look, look at you. He, look at look at a press shot. He is a bit Iraqi. He must be. He's got a little bit of Middle Eastern in him, you know? Right. More, try right, listen. You've got to really focus your acting now because it's gonna get really difficult. I don't know how you're gonna pull this one out. Morbidly obese. I know. Just just try. It's empathy. Morbidly obese, Geordie. <laughs> Thank you so much. Morbidly obese, Geordie school teacher. Oh, for hell. Oh, no, mate. We're not going to play football because I need to sit down. We're going to do maths. <laughs> How many pays? Do does Mr. Oh. Rowe need to fucking get up in the morning? No, 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 no. You can't. You can't be. You can't be eating in class because it's distracting me. I need to teach you all this stuff. So put that away or share it with us. You know how I'm seeing. I'm, 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 I'm fat. I'm Geordie, and I'm a teacher. There you go. If you just say just what your character's meant to be, then you don't need to act it. <laughs> I am dead fat and Jordy and I'm teaching. Great, great impression. I'm a teacher and I'm fat and I'm Jordy. Yeah, man, where's the chalk? Ah, There's fuck. nothing wrong with being I've, fat and Jordy and a teacher. Just look at me. I'm smashing it. Just like your fucking pasty. Really old. First selection, really old. Canadian, okay. really old Canadian. Compare. <laughs> I don't know where compare can. Really old Canadian compare. I think I've worked with a few of the cunts. Oh, hello there on the front row. What's your name? You need to answer. You need to go. Hello on the front row there. What's your name? Are we in Canada or are you over here? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do it uh, Canadian if you like mm, my name's Craig no no no, 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 no. you're from um, Nottingham uh, alright oh, what's your name my name's Darren I'm from round here okay lovely oh no uh, what do you do <laughs> fucking not a lot mate <laughs> no literally not a lot I'm on dis disability allowance Oh, disability benefits. Well, I didn't come to where uh, you work and roll your wheelchair down the steps. <laughs> Mate, you sound like a fucking special needs Scandinavian. Hello? This is now. I am doing... Oh, God, no, I'm going to be Asian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who's drinking, eh? <laughs> No, I'm about to bring on one of my favourite acts. He's all the way over from Liverpool, eh? That's terrible. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Right, Adam, you're smashing this, apart from the ones you're not. 
<laughs> the further away from where you're from, the better you are at the accent. Because your Welsh Northern Irish is just a weird like conglomeration of sort of hey, Scottish Irish. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sleazy. Sleazy. Okay. Albanian. I mean, we could just leave it there. Sleazy. <laughs> sleazy Albanian kleptomaniac. <laughs> so sleazy. Albanian. Kleptomaniac's not a job. That's a mental illness and crime. Yeah, it's just a sort of thing in it. It's like a, he's, okay, they're, they're it, addicted to stealing. They're addicted to stealing. Yeah. Sleazy Albanian. Albanian who's addicted to stealing. Go. You look the part. Yes, you're right. I did. I did steal these purses. I did steal them all. How about I give you them back if you show me your tits? <laughs> good. Is a Albanian? Is get this... your vagina out, then I will give you all the things back that I have stolen from your shop. If you don't get vagina out, I'm keeping them. Call the police. I don't care. I'm a sleazy Albanian kleptomaniac. That's who I am. Ha-ha. I want to uh, steal your steal your heart and also your credit card details. Okay, that's borderline racist. <laughs> pissed off. We've got pissed off. Okay, so angry, pissed off. Like, Russian. Do that. I don't Russian. know how you're going to do this. Pissed off Russian sex trafficker. <laughs> <laughs> no, you listen to me, fucking piece of shit. This is my child that I am to sell to be fucked in the West. Oh, this is for oh. me to sell into sex trafficking, not from you. You sleazy Albanian kleptomaniac. Stop stealing my fucking children. I am to sell these children to get fucked in the ass by the white British men. Fuck you. No, you fuck you. I fuck you in the ass. That's what I will do. I fuck you. I fuck all your people. You all get fucked by me. You do never want to piss off a Russian sex trafficker. And that is what you have done. Go fuck yourself. Suck my dick. Can I just say, your Russian and your South American drug lord are almost the fucking same, and you start threatening to bum everyone. When you go angry... <laughs> I fuck you in the ears. I fuck you in the ears. And I fuck you in the ears. Why, are they, why is he a child, child sex trafficker? I mean, I said sex trafficker, but you took it too far. I just think it's easier to traffic children than grown adults. Right. So I assumed he was taking the easy road. It's easier to sell a kid than a 22-year-old, isn't it? Oh. Oh. I'm having fun, but... <laughs> right. <Do you> want, <laughs> not, do you want another? Yeah, we've got to have another. Pre-op. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Adam, this might become ill taste. This, honestly, now I'm a little worried... That we might honestly be taking a step too far, Adam. Just because you've been tweeted at before doesn't make the child sex trafficking go around. <laughs> Pre-op German. <laughs> Pre-op German. Oh fucking hell. Oh no. I've picked up the wrong I've picked up the nationalities. Oh dear. Pre-op German gynecologist. So when you say pre-op, like before being changing gender well, or is it like they've got a bad back and they haven't had the operation yet well I mean really it could be now Now we've got gynecologist it could be 
quite ambiguous because he could be like pre the operation where he does change someone's gynecology and he just roll with it kid you, you've got well, a talent hello Mrs Nightingale want you come into the my gynecology office get or get your rat out I use <laughs> I have Get, get your rat out I want to see your pussy lips That's what I want oh. to see I'm going to inspect them Make sure everything okay And maybe take inspiration for my vagina Which I'm getting next week <laughs> Oh Get your rat out Hello Mrs. Nightingale <laughs> So glad Laura can only hear me and not you. The thing is that I have been a gynecologist now for a very, very long time, and I have not yet seen perfect pussy for me to copy for mine. I want to see yours and every other lady in the waiting area today, and the best one I'm going to take photo of and take to my surgeon and go, this is the pussy I want. So good luck. You're in the lottery. Get your rat out. <laughs> I really wish I had some mundane ones. I'm hoping for mundane. Tell me I haven't got range. You've got international range, but your home (laughs) nations are dog shit. Stoned. I don't want to be a British actor who's stuck in fucking Hollyoaks, do I? I, I'm aiming for the big leagues. I want to be in Hollywood. Stoned. (laughs) Jamaican. I'm not trying to be contentious. (laughs) Yeah, I am. Stoned Jamaican pedo. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, we're in the drag we're in the dregs now. <laughs> a pedophile isn't a job, Dan. No, but it's a character, isn't it? Oh man, bring me that child over so I can No, try. I'm changing my No, I don't <laughs> want to do that one. That's... Hey man! I've had too much weed today and I feel like bombing a child. <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> Mate, my head is totally baked. Do you know what I need? Mmm, me need a nice <laughs> grounding 10 year old. Right, one final one. Hungry Thai drug dealer. Hungry Thai drug dealer. Oh, God. We need to sort these. No, that's not that's not Thai. Yeah. Go, go on, go on. We need to sort our, all these drug deals right now because my tea is ready. My tea is ready at home. I have not ate a thing all day. I am doing keto and I need to go and have my meat. It is ready for me. It's ready. So can you just give me the money for the drugs? Mate, your Thai is so all over the shop. I need to go. You're basically just a squeaky African. I need to go. Oh, God. No more of that. I can't. Uh, no. My tea ready. My tea ready. I want to go have my tea. So you need to buy all the cocaine from me. Give me the money now because I am hungry. I am doing keto. Keto <laughs> barito. Well, I need to stop talking just for a sec. I need to not. <laughs> I need to not be we need a minute we'll let the advert play and I need to have a a word with my Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ do you love podcasts have you always wanted to do your own but you don't know how well here at Lightwork Studios if you've got an idea for a podcast then we want to record it and record it well whether you're doing your first podcast or you've been doing it for years we think all podcasts should look and sound as good as possible 
and with prices starting from £30 an hour, we are by far the best priced professional podcast studio in London. We've got three HD cameras, six top of the range mics and a sound technician on hand to make sure that all you have to focus on is talking. We can have the recording edited and sent to you the very same day. Find us at lightworkpodcasts.com so we can help record your next podcast. Send in your questions and suggestions to haveawardpod at gmail.com. Let's crack on with this nonsense. Oh shit, sorry. What's the time for, Dan? It's time to have a word with Adam and Dan. Tell us all the problems you have with your friends. This was going to be the whole podcast. Now it's just the final 10%. Oh Jesus! Right, you you will try. I'd love it. The, just before we crack onto this, just through that whole last section in my head, some of those that came out initially, I was like, maybe Adam will be like, "Hey, I'm not doing that." You took a breath and tried every fucking one of those. <laughs> there wasn't one where you were like, "I'm going to give that a pass, mate." Just you know, thinking about my career long term. This isn't going to be on the internet, is it? You were like, "No, I'm a trooper." Fucking I, hell. I, See the thing is, if you get this far into episode fifty, whatever this is of this podcast, 58? and you're like, Do you know what? I didn't like that bit where he was a Jamaican stoned pedophile. That was too far. You can go suck your mum, okay? Tell you what happened last night. I put a tweet out. You know, because yesterday <laughs> Boris Johnson um initially said that people who work in the NHS but aren't doctors would still have to pay to use the NHS. So like cleaners and care workers. They were still going to have to pay the f- if they were from abroad. They were still going to have to pay to use the NHS, and obviously the public were like we can't clap for these people on a Thursday and then charge them for the NHS on the next day. They're literally saving people's lives at the minute in the biggest health crisis this country has ever seen in modern history. We can't do that, and he was forced to re- do a U-turn, and they're no longer going to have to pay that. And I've seen people on. Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and everything going, do you know what? Credit where it's due there for Boris Johnson because, you know, he's not going to charge them and isn't that lovely? So I done a tweet, a joke tweet, which was Boris Johnson could say, I'm going to rape and murder every woman in Britain tomorrow. And the British public could be like, we don't think that's a great idea. And then he could go, right, okay, fine. I won't do that for at least a few months. And the British public will be like, oh, oh my God, Boris, isn't he so dreamy? He's lovely. What a night. Credit where credit's due. And someone replied and said, I'm a big fan of your comedy, Adam, but this is a bit offensive. Uh, there's better analogies out there. And I, I replied so sarcastic, like, oh my God, I'm so devastated by this. I hope you found the strength to get over this. Um, and he was like, I didn't realize you needed sycophantic fans only uh, feedback is a gift or something and I just I sort of lost it a bit but I didn't go over the top I was like mate there's no way you can be a huge fan which was his words of my comedy and then find that tweet of all the things I've ever said and done offensive I'm just done with pretending to cater to fucking adults who can't understand the structure of a joke. The only reason that Boris Johnson joke works is because I've taken the public sycophancy for him to the nth degree. If you stop short of the nth degree, it's not as funny. The rape and murder bit is the only bit that makes it funny because it's the worst thing he could possibly do. That's why it's funny, cunt. 
I'm just sick of people who don't understand yeah, comedy, just, comedians, just, like, how to be comedians. Yeah, and the thing is, you you are allowed to just not like it. Yeah. Or don't retweet I'm, it. Or <laughs> unfollow someone. But don't be like, um, can I... You're the bellend who puts his hand up in a comedy club. Can I just stop with that? I didn't like that. Just don't laugh. Just be a fucking normal human. And and honestly, you know, we're comics, so if we keep doing that, if we keep tweeting stuff and it gets no likes ever, we'd be like, maybe we should change what I'm doing on these tweets. But yeah. can I tell you why I didn't think it worked? Individuals like, oh. thinking they speak for the masses. Pricks. Um, I've got one of the credits in my stand-up special says... This is a stand-up comedy special. If you were upset by anything said during this performance, just don't think about it. See? Isn't that better? Now enjoy your fruit juice. <laughs> uh, like it. Like it. Do you know, can I just stop you there? I have a child and we and we buy fruit juice for her, so I found that really, you know, I didn't. I think there's better analogies out there, Adam, so just say, could have gone right. Well, fuck you and your kid. Oh! <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> So, I said earlier in the episode not to listen to this next bit unless you've listened to Mondays. Uh, for those who have listened to Mondays, you'll know. We're trying to solve an eight-year-old mystery called Who's Shit in My Bin? Uh, we were contacted on Monday <laughs> by a guy called John. Hi, John. Who, <laughs> John had had some friends around one night after a night out, at, like late in the morning, two of his friends, one called Malaki, one called Sam. Eight years ago. Um, the next morning, his missus found a shit in the kitchen bin. Um, we refused to give our verdict on it on Monday. I said I was leaning towards it being the wife and a cunning plan where she would shit in the bin, blame his friends so that he would stop bringing them back to have uh, late night boozy, druggy, singy sessions at 4 a.m. when she was trying to sleep. I blame the wife. Dan, your instinct... Was Malachi. Malachi, wasn't it? Yeah. Malachi. Malachi. Whatever his name is. Malachi. 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 Yeah, because we, he's he, he's had a line and he gets the... Uh, the yeah. That's what I thought. You know, the old Coke plops. We've all been there. Bit of baby laxative in your Coke. We really will flush you out. Ooh. We, since then, have received testimony from both the wife in question and Malarkey. We are yet to hear from Sam, but I have made an effort to contact Sam and hopefully we'll hear from him for part three of this. Right, yeah. Also, Sam, your silence is just going to incriminate you, so... Exactly. Yeah, he can take the fifth if he wants, the Fifth Amendment, and he can refuse to comment on the grounds it may incriminate him. But we will then be forced to only consider the evidence from John, his wife, who's, he, who wishes not to be named, and Malaki. Now, this is the wife's email. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> so, says, Dear Adam and Dan, my bin was shat in, and I would like your help to finally close the case on who shit in the bin. Well, we're here to help. A while after John had come back to bed that night and all was quiet, the bedroom door opened, it was pitch black, I was woken suddenly and I saw a squirming shadow for a brief moment in the doorway. In a hurry, the door was closed again, which is something John referenced on the initial email. Then came the sound of a mal-coordinated handle grabbing. Clearly, What a lovely turn of phrase. Oh, the, a mal coordinated handle in these emails is phenomenal. Then came the sound of a mal coordinated handle grabbing at the cupboard in the room next door. 
Next, the distinctive sound of the Yale lock turning and the front door opening and closing. The bathroom door was not tried. I can only imagine that the shitter was distressed at the thought that this flat had no bathroom and glanced down to see the large kitchen bin, removed the lid entirely, sat on it, and dealt with his turtle head. (laughs) Without a doubt, the shitter squatted over the bin. The bin was full. Now, this goes back to something we were discussing on Monday where you thought they might have shit on the floor and then moved it to the bin. I said that based on what we'd seen in the previous email, that it was my assumption they'd shit directly into the bin. And according to the wife, it looks like my assumption was correct. The bin was full. The shit was neatly placed in the center with no tissue or moisture, leading me to look around shouting, where's the piss? (laughs) How has she married you, John? This is because girls can't poo exclusively. Now, oh, let's not get into park that. here for a second, yeah. okay? Can I ask you, Dan? What? Have you ever had a shit without having a piss? Ever? I mean... I'm sure I have. What if you've had a wee earlier and then you go for a, a plop? I, I've never, ever, ever, to my recollection, shit without pissing. Yeah, but that I tell you what, I, but that I tell doesn't you mean I think it works. You know, right? So I reckon in your body down there, there's like two buttons, right? And they overlap like this. This is the piss one. Oh god! This is the shit one. Look, I need you to look at me. Jesus Christ! Piss one. I don't want. Piss one. Yeah. Shit one. This is worse than the child so sex traffic. If you if you just want to piss, you just do that. This one goes down and you yeah. just piss. But if you shit, it does that. Right. So you can't shit without pissing because pressing your shit button pushes yeah. your piss one as well. And you know, like on a toilet, you have the little flush and the big flush. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. big flush flushes up both of them. That's the shit and piss function in the human body based on what I think. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He's a moron. Go on. She is saying girls can't just poo and not piss. However, right. I don't think men can either. So I think... Either the piss was had dribbled down into the bin and they didn't see it, or someone had collected their piss or wiped it up and very cleverly got rid of the toilet roll or whatever they used to wipe it up with. Um, yeah. She says this in turn proves that she could not have shit in the bin because she couldn't do so without weeing. Also, and this is directly at me, also, Adam, I can't believe you think a woman would be so cunning as to risk her reputation by taking a strategic shit in the dark with two of her boyfriend's best mates six foot away. If caught doing that, you would be exiled. Mate, it doesn't hold any water, that argument. What girl is mental enough to potentially get caught shitting her in her, in her own bin? Could you imagine if, like, Malachi Malachi and Sam just, like, opened their eyes and were like, "Uh, what are you doing, love? Go back to sleep. You're fucking dreaming. That is chart. Nasty bitch upset me. Nah. Anyway, nah. Thanks for writing in, mate, but come on. I know Adam's suspicious. I have no but... knowledge. This is still here. Oh, I sorry, no I finished. Finish. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. I had no knowledge of Malaki's late night loose tubes. Malaki is a lovely fella, but I didn't know that he shits in the night. Sam, I don't know as well. 
But remember, he was once so shit-faced at our New Year's Eve party, he strummed the guitar so hard that his fingers bled. I genuinely don't know which one out of Malarkey and Sam it was. In a cruel twist, I was actually on my way out to buy bacon to make breakfast sandwiches when I spotted the neat pile of shit in my bin. Would I be going out to buy bacon for my husband's friends if I didn't want him to be bringing them over and having them stay over? I'd be less accommodating, wouldn't I? She's, this she's, not, enjoyed, she's not enjoyed being called a bin pooer, has she? <laughs> I still think it was there. Following this incident, the extensive interviewing and defence arguments, John continued to bring the lads back at all hours. Would I not have been driven to further lengths had it been me in a failed attempt to call the late night guests? We sat down today trying to think of sneaky things I've done and came up with nothing. I'm happy to conclude I may be some things, but sneaky is not one of them. That's because I asked on Monday for John to get back in touch with us and tell us the sneaky fucking things that his wife has done in the past. And apparently they can come up with nothing. And I'm telling you right now, that's a load of fucking bullshit. There's no way that there's a fucking scouse woman. He said they lived in town. I assume that's Liverpool. And it referenced in the other email, actually, that it is Liverpool. There's no way that there's a fucking scouse woman out there who isn't a sneaky cunt every now and then. I'm telling you right now, she's full of shit. And she hasn't done nothing, nothing, my friend, to convince me that this was not here in a cunning plan <laughs> Wait, can I just say that is the most I'm writing an email and I love it I sat down with my husband John sit the fuck down and we got out a piece of paper and we had a nice little exercise together because I've been called names on a podcast that I previously didn't listen to and we sat down and John sat with me and yet, I'd had a coffee, and I was in a bad mood, but we agreed that I have done nothing sneaky, ever. And yes, exactly. John was crying, but he couldn't write anything on the piece of paper. Therefore, I've never done anything sneaky. No, I'm Adam, she didn't poo in the bin. She didn't poo in her own bin. It's, it shows a... I, I Honestly, I cannot imagine any woman I know that is that is marryable that would would take the risk of like being seen shitting in a bin with I think two Laura too much fucking I'm not talking me. just about Laura I'm talking about every woman I've I've known oh, God, God. Well, it makes me worry about credit. Jade's level of, if you just disappear and and Jade does a Carol Baskin and is like oh I don't know where Adam went he just went looking he went in the woods and just wanted to get lost maybe he's fallen in one of them ditches and swampy bits again I'd be like Jade's killed him because apparently she can shit in a bin that's how afraid of, of, of Adam was now I'm personally I'm giving her the pass the shit pass go on so based so far Based on the email from John and now his wife, initially you thought it was Malachi. Do you still think it's Malachi? Yeah, the Coke fiend. Yeah, my man. Yeah, definitely. You Coke do? fiend. <laughs> Take kind of that way. But yeah, no, 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 no. It's not her. It's not her. So you think it's Malachi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm now going to read you Malachi's testimony. I hope and I will be very, that. very, very surprised Malachi. if by the end of it you still think it's him. Right. I'd love it if he just started. She's a dirty bitch. <laughs> I seen her shitting in a fucking Morrison's bag. Fucking for life as well. Go on. This is for my lucky. Dear Adam and Dan, right, after listening to your latest to podcast, I wanted to help solve the mystery of the bin shitter. My yeah, name is Malaki. Of course you did, you rat. Mal-a-ki. 
Uh, and I'm one of the four suspects Malachi. of this mucky whodunit. <laughs> As John stated, it had been a very messy night. And after boozing heavily in town, we all ended up back at John's gaff for a few end of the night tipples. I'd be lying if I said I remember each and every detail from the evening in question, but there are a few important facts that I think will help clear this filthy mess up. Number one, I knew exactly where to go for a shit. Now, this is something I mentioned to you on Monday. He'd been several times before. He would know where the bathroom was. That's his first bit of evidence in his own favor. He says, this is a key bit of evidence to prove my innocence. I'd been at John's place a few times before the night in question and knew exactly where the toilet was. I'd used it many a time to go for a piss and was in no doubt of the location. Mm. I certainly couldn't have been the dark shadowy figure in the doorway of the bedroom as I knew that was the door closest to the sofa I'd passed out on. So I wouldn't have checked it. And for the record, I'd never actually killed the shit out at that property on any previous visits, which brings me neatly to my next point. Yeah. So what are you thinking so far on so that? So, I mean, everyone could get drunk and lost. I'm not having it so far. Not having it. Go on. Okay. Number two. My Yana. shits happen early and are explosive. Oh, God. So this is the, the sad, sorry fact of the matter. Yeah. My bowel movement usually kicks in somewhere between line one and line three. Now, when he says line, I think preach, he brother. is referring to his cocaine. Preach, preach, um, preach, brother. I've been there. I'm already warming to this guy. <laughs> Malahaki, Malahakai, Malakahu, Malakaha. The trash can torpedo. <laughs> I love him. I've really warmed to him. Probably, yeah. The trash can torpedo couldn't have been delivered by myself as I'd already dropped the cargo off earlier in the night. Also, as far as I remember, the offending article was one clean, unbroken turd. This isn't something I could have achieved under the circumstances. My own stool would have been a mostly liquid discharge. Oh, my God. Guys, let's start using euphemisms. Why can we use bin torpedo and then get so fucking history textbook graphic on that one? History, biology, oh, whatever. You freak me out. Nasty bitch. So that was number two. What do you reckon now? Is that convincing you? Are you leaning? First of all, Malakai, Malakai. I have warmed to him because I know he's a fellow fiend. And I've been there, mate. I've been there. I've been to parties where you get there after parties and it's there's cute girls everywhere. You're single, there's coat. You're like, this is going to be quality. And it's one of them. There's few people there. And then there's a, you, you've had your first line. You're with the boys and there's cute girls. And they're obviously queuing for the toilet because they're trying to make themselves look good. It's 3.30 in the morning. And then you have a line and then you're like, oh, it's go time. And you, oh, that's awful. Trying to flirt in a queue when you know you're about to go. And then the awful bit when you leave the toilet and there's or, there's girls there. And you're like, I'm so sorry. I actually once <laughs> jogged home from a house party to to, to plop because I just couldn't face <laughs> being the shit the party shitter I mean and uh, luckily I was within jog distance especially because I had cocaine I got there like half half time like fucking Dwayne Chambers <laughs> Dwayne Chambers in his best going out kit <laughs> yeah um, but I I mean 
Yana, I can't help but think that that is quite a good argument. If you've had chingalingaling and you've had the clear out, it's not one of them that happens late on, is it? But it's still not her. I think without Sam's testimony, this is not looking good for the old boy, is it? And it's about to get worse. Number three, Sam was shit-faced. Oh, Jesus. Sam was the first to retire that night as he'd had a good bit more to drink than me and John. I'm pretty sure that night he joined us after being out with a lady friend and had consumed a fair bit more than us before he got to us. By the time we got back to the flat, he was a bit worse for the wear and he hit the hay early on. I'd like to add that this was his first time at the residence and because he crashed early, he had not used the toilet before he went to bed. For what it's worth, no one would have actually cared if it were me who did the dirty deed. I was a renowned shitter. (laughs) I've muddied the bogs of many a Liverpool boozer in my day. The bin shit would have been just another chapter in the story of my public shitting life, but it wasn't me. Although the idea of John's wife dropping the kids in her own bin... (laughs) There you go! Euphemism! There you go, Malakahoo! (laughs) Dropping the kids in her own bin in some sort of Machiavellian scheme to put a stop to these late-night binge sessions would have been pure evil genius. I'm sure it wasn't her. The sheer horrified look and disgust in her eye when she told us about the mystery dump came from a genuine place deep in her heart. As for John, he might take a shit in someone else's bin, but he wouldn't shit where he eats. (laughs) All the evidence points to Sam as the mystery shitter. It's pretty, pretty clear that he made a desperate bid for the bowl in the wee hours, got the wrong door, and in a blind panic, squatted over the bin for instant relief. I was sound asleep in the same room as the guilty party, and as for leaving early in the morning, I had a guilt-free mind and left in a timely manner. Sam was shamed into overstaying his welcome, trying in vain to cover his shit-stained tracks. It's time for Sam to own up once and for all. Eight years is a long time to hold on to something like this. And as John said, it's time to come clean. Yours sincerely, the innocent shitter, Malarkey. Well, the boy, the boy, although his euphemism game is ropey in places, he does, he does testify convincingly. I think we need to either have an email from Sam or get him on the phone because he is the last star witness in this. And I think on Monday, I think this is the this is like who shot Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. This is this is multi episode. Have a word, but I cannot sit in judgment here. I am convinced it's not Susan or whatever her name isn't. And now Malika, who not only do I not believe it's him, I sort of want to get on it with him because he sounds fun. Where's that guy that you can't pronounce his name? He's shitting over there. Hey, but not a bin. He's not an animal. There's one thing. Yeah, that doesn't add up. Oh, go on, Adam. He's always so suspicious. Go on. So, as we said on Monday, and I'm sorry to keep repeating stuff, but I think it's important we go into extreme detail with stuff like this. You do. The next morning, it's just been referenced there as well. Malaki just got up and went home, sort of as quick as he could, because in his head he was guilt-free and he just left as you normally would. Sounds guilty though. We're it? supposed to believe that Sam stayed around in order to be like 
I obviously didn't shit in the bin because I'm staying around. If I'd shit in the bin, I'd have got away as quick as I possibly could, wouldn't I? But he could be so drunk he forgot. No, you you don't forget shitting in a bin. No, you don't. Here's the problem: if Sam or whoever did this shit in the bin, we've been led to believe by the evidence that there's no toilet paper, which means they didn't wipe their ass. Right. That's gonna smell a bit. Would you stay around for an extended period of time, risking being caught with the smell of a shitty ass? I don't think you would. This, this episode's been graphic. Um, I don't think if you're Sam and you've woke up in the middle of the night, shit in a bin. No, no, but hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Doesn't mean that Sam didn't wake up in the morning feeling rough and be like, "Oh my god," and then go the light of day with the lights on and find the toilet and then you know cleanse himself let's c- c- keep it gentle mentally N- he's no. not sat around with the... the two lads were still asleep right yeah the, and then the Sam person who woke up first was the wife and she found the shit yeah so no so no no one's got up and wiped their ass after no no after... I mean he could have because Malachi's gone hasn't he just scarpered Sam, you, you're assuming that Sam's just sat there not doing anything. He could have been to the loo in that time. I'm just saying we need to speak to Sam. We need, we are one star witness away from cracking this case. Chicago lifestyle. <laughs> Ideally, if if Sam, if you've listened to the first one and you've now listened to this, I imagine John and his wife are begging you to listen to these and try and come forward we want some evidence from you lad or despite there being a little bit of doubt from me because of what I've just said and I still don't fucking 100% believe that the wife didn't do it I I think we'd have to convict you and you would be forever known as the shitter I think I think I think he's he's got to speak he's got to speak up he's got, he's got to contact us and if he doesn't it's just going to look a bit suspicious in it Okay, I'm happy with that. I don't want to think about anyone else's bum for a bit. Cool. Try one more. Do you want a song? Yeah. <laughs> That's been an epic one, that. Hour and 40. Boom! <sighs> Looking forward to a long weekend now, and I'll see it on Monday. The song we've got is called <laughs> Look What You've... What was that? What? Looking forward to a nice weekend. <laughs> Go on, sorry. <laughs> Just thought you went really camp at the end. And what's wrong with that? I'm expressing my sexuality, and you need to get on board with that and stop being such a homophobe. Oh, um, fucking sugar. <laughs> I still haven't had any sugar. It's fucking doing me. Then do well. Um, do. Song. Look what you've made. It's by Raptor Warhurst, who we've featured before. Absolute banging this rapper, guy. grime artist, this whatever guy. you want to call it. From Manchester, he's dead sound as well. Great battle rapper. Go and check his what's it called? Rap battles out on YouTube. Raptor Warhurst no, what's is his name. The song is called "Look What You've Made." It's it's a fucking banger. I had it on before. All of his socials are Raptor Warhurst. That's R A P T O R W A R H U R S T. Go check him out. This is a banging tune. We'll see you all on Monday. Have a good weekend. We love y'all. We love y'all. Bye.
Yo, yo, look, I was your rage once, I didn't wanna listen even every single weekend Always coughing and misdemeanors, chilling with a split of weed Snipping keys and drinking liters of the liquor weed It's stolen down the road of gym's convenience and you follow suit Maybe it's a shit you seen and maybe disobedience And many other different reasons we were so close I don't know what gone in between us, we grew apart So we grew kinda distant even when I said I hate you in a disagreement I'm just wanting you to know I really didn't mean it I was out of order and I'm sorry for the inconvenience But you know my stubbornness, I win against my inner feelings I was never there, give you shit you needed Never took you trick-or-treating as a kid for sweetest Never there, I wouldn't have been to try and give you speeches Come provide the missing pieces of the links you need Now I'm a changed man, so now you gotta change Cause life's too short, it's the Freud down the drain There's only 12 months in a year, 7 days in a week And 24 hours in a day, and you're running out of time Running out of space, mother's getting old and she's running out of days So why don't you go and put flowers in her hands? Before you putting flowers on a grave Because I'm a changed man So now you gotta change Cause life's too short Just to throw it down the drain There's only 12 months in a year 7 days in a week And 24 hours in a day And you're running out of time Running out of space Mother's getting old And she's running out of days So I 